Proverbs chapter 18, please. Verse 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous do what? Run into it, and they are safe. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, may you help us tonight to understand the blessing of your name. Lord, what a big task we have in a short message. Help me in Jesus' name. Amen. What do we run into? What is strong? The name of the Lord. Well, I began to dwell on that. I had other thoughts for tonight, but the Lord just sort of turned my mind as I read this, and I came down to my study and did some more, and this afternoon I thought about this verse, um, the name of the Lord. You know, we want to be righteous. Where's safety? We know often the idea is here, here's a manor, here's a property, here's a uh, maybe a Lord that has several people, lands out here, and an enemy, Okay, you better you better run for safety. The enemy's coming. And they have built a large, we say castle, tower, fortified place. And when every when everything's against you, you can run to that, slam the door, pull up the moat, let the sharks be around you, whatever you want to call it. You run to that tower and you're safe. That's the name of the Lord. Christians, this is our strength, is in the name of the Lord. Now, the name of the Lord is not like this magic wand. Jesus! It's not like that. It's faith and my relationship with that name. It's my relationship with the name of God, my belief in him and who he is, and I'm able to draw down from heaven through trust in that name and the different names of God bring out the different ways that we can trust God. And tonight, I'd like to just quickly go through some Old Testament names and then switch to the New Testament and give you a challenge. Number one, we think of the name Elohim. Elohim. This is a name that God introduces in the book of Genesis, and it means simply a lot of different ways you could describe it, the incredibly powerful God. That's our God, Elohim. This is the name. We go to Elohim, God, the powerful one of all the universe, the God that created everything. We go to Elohim. And then we think of the name Yahweh, or otherwise known as Jehovah. This is the name that comes from the, the very verb of existence, like we would say, to be. God is the one that is. And I like to think of God in the three different ways. God always has been, God always is, and always God always will be. He is the existent. God has no limit by time. God just is. And you try to start explaining that in your mind. Your mind starts expanding to thinking that here we have the Yahweh. We have the God, the Elohim, the one that created all and the one that is all. The God is everywhere at once, past, present. The God is all powerful. You take that name Jehovah. It's the very special, special name of God. And then we have the name Abba. And that's our special name of God, isn't it? Abba Father. That's the name that says Daddy. Lord, you're my Abba. And I know in different languages, in my languages, we would say, Daddy, hey, Daddy. When, you, when my daughter says, Daddy, I know she wants money. <laughs> okay, I mean, just that's just in the language. And I know others, it's Papi. In uh, Spanish, it's Papi. Papi. Hey, Papi. Okay. 
This is that name, Abba. It's a very special name. It's the intimate name. Papi, I need you. Daddy, I need you. Daddy, I got to pull my tooth. Daddy, I... That's Abba. Aren't you glad we can go to God? We can run into the name Abba. And we need to realize what a breath of blood of sin it is. Then we take some of the combinations. El Elion. El Elion is God most high. That doesn't legitimize all the other gods below him. It just simply says, this is the God on high. This is the God. There is no other God. There's nobody that can supersede our God. We have the God most high. Then we take the name El Roy, R-O-I, if you're writing down R-O-I. This is the name that says the God who sees. You know, God sees everything. You take that from both sides. God sees our needs. When you when you said God, God already saw. Lord, I need God already saw. God knows our needs before we even have any. He sees what's coming down the road, but we also know that God sees our sin, doesn't He? God sees our righteousness, and He sees when we've been working for Him. We have a God that sees and hears. That's the God El Roy, and then we take the name of God and we look at El Shaddai. El Shaddai means the almighty God. And this name, El Shaddai, I did a little research on it, just looking at a little. It actually comes from the idea of one that draws you to the breast like a mother nursing her child. This is our almighty God that nourishes us. And our God wants us to thrive. That's El Shaddai. Our powerful God that one, and in that name of El Shaddai, this is the the name that El Shaddai came to Abraham, and he said, "I'm going to make a covenant with you and your seed, and I'm going to nourish that seed, and it's going to bring from that seed eventually Jesus Christ." This is El Shaddai. That's the name. And when God in the Bible, when God uses these different names, He's showing His power to do something in that particular situation. And then we have the name Jehovah Jireh. Oh, I like that name. Jehovah Jireh is the Lord will provide. And if you want to write down a reference, Genesis chapter 22, verse 8. This is up on top of the mountain where Abraham took his son Isaac and they didn't have a sacrifice. And in verse 7, he says, hey, daddy, where's the sacrifice that God demands? And in verse 8, he says, El Shaddai, uh, um, Jehovah Jireh. We'll take care of it. God will provide. And you know, God has provided us salvation in his son, Jesus Christ, hasn't he? Our God has provided a way. And you know what? Our God, well beyond even salvation, our God can provide any need that you have. That's the name, uh, Jehovah Jireh. Then we look at Jehovah Nisi, N-I-S-S-I. The Lord is my banner. See, what is that? Like a banner. That means he's my protector, my deliverer. He's my, he, he is my leader. He carries my banner. This is the God that leads me into. He's the God that I, I come underneath his authority. I come in his banner. God is my leader. He's my Jehovah Nisi. And then we look at the name of God, Jehovah Rapha. Rapha is R-A-P-H. That P-H has the F sound. Rapha, the Lord who heals. And when you look at that, it has the idea of not just God can heal your body, but he can heal your spirit. 
the God who can comfort you. Aren't you glad we have a God that can heal the brokenhearted? You ever been brokenhearted? Our God, Jehovah Rapha, we run into his name. And we go into that name of the God that is able to heal. Jehovah Shalom. Shalom, S-H-A-L-O-M. This is the God of peace. I know God wants to bring peace. He's the one that sent Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace. He's, uh, we could talk about, do you need peace in your life? Go to Jehovah Shalom. And God can give you peace. And I tell you, people that learn to live, to live in the power of the name of the God of peace, they learn not to get ruffled by every bump in the road that comes along. So God is our God, Jehovah Shalom. Then this one is a little different. Jehovah T-Z-V-A-O-T. Tzvaat. And this name is one that we see translated quite often. It means the Lord of hosts. What is the Lord of hosts? When you talk about a host, that's the guy that runs all the armies that are behind him, the host of the angels and all, all, all those that would come. Here comes the Lord with the host behind him. God, with all the power of heaven, has our back. The Lord of hosts. That's a beautiful name. And then we look at God's name and we go down to the idea, Jehovah Makadish, M apostrophe K-A-D-D-E-H-S-H. This is the God who sanctifies. This is the God that cleans us up. This is the God that we confess our sins to. This is the God that pulls us out of the world. This is the God that draws them to himself. This is our holy God who sanctifies our heart through Jesus Christ. And then we move on to another set of names, Adonai. This is the name that actually means master. And often, Adonai, often will, like when we say in the New Testament, the Lord Jesus, in the Old Testament, often they'll take the name of God and stick Adonai with it, thinking of, we have this portion of God who is Adonai. He is Lord of all. He is master of all. And you know that name of God? He is the Lord. He's the Lord of lords. He's the master of masters. He's the king of kings. He, he's the top of the heap. And when we come into his presence, we bow before his presence. He is the Lord Adonai. And then we put Jehovah Adonai together. And Jehovah Adonai together simply means this, God my master. God my master. We could go on with lots of other names in the Old Testament. But I want to switch you to the New Testament. And I just challenge you. Get out your Bible. Get out your, uh, Schofield has tons of notes. I started going through them this afternoon. I mean, there's tons and tons of notes. And uh, I looked at different groups. They said, get yourself a calendar. And every day when you pray in your devotions, take a different name of God and run into it. And claim it. And learn the names of God. And I think that's why we learn very quickly. Jehovah Jireh. God will provide. And we learn Jehovah Shalom. God is peace, and I need peace. And you start to learn, Jehovah Rapha, he will heal me. The Lord is my shepherd. El Shaddai, he will nourish me. And on we go with his names of God. I got in a hymn book, and I started thinking of some of the different ones. Would you take your hymn book for just a moment as we switch to the New Testament in just a moment?
Turn to 115. 115, please. Let's just sing a verse of some of these. I like to do this. If you're at home, turn to page 115. If you have your hymn book, go grab it real quick. Come along, follow along. There is a rest in every woe. There is a refuge from the foe. There is a peace this world can know. It's in his name. There is a glow in darkest night. A dawn of hope, a guiding light. There is a help in helpless plight. It's in his name. It's in his name. His name is wonderful. There is a power all nation hails. There is a love that never fails. It's in his name. It's in his name. Isn't that a special song? 173. Blessed be the name. All praise to him. All praise to him who reigns above in majesty supreme, who gave his son for man to die, that he might man redeem. Blessed be the name, blessed be the name, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name, blessed be the name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. His name above all names shall stand, exalted more and more. At God the Father's own right hand, where angel hosts adore. Blessed be the name, blessed be the name, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name, blessed be the name, blessed be the name of the Lord. His name shall be the Counselor, the mighty Prince of Peace. Of all earth's kingdom conquered, whose reign shall never cease. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 627. I thought I had all the songs that I stepped out of my study and they were playing just before the service. 627. I said, how did I not think to have us sing this one? Jesus is the sweetest name I know. And that's the reason why 
And then I go to the New Testament, I think, in the name of Jesus. And we're going to look up some scriptures real quickly tonight. Turn to Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. The name of Jesus. Philippians chapter 2. Here we find verse chapter Philippians 2, 9. Wherefore, God also has highly exalted Jesus, him, and given Jesus a name which is what? Above every name. What does that mean? That name trumps anything. Jesus is the preeminent one. His name is above all. And that's the name we are saved by and we call upon in prayer. We have the name of Jesus. It's a name that's blessed. Acts 4.12, one of my favorite verses about being saved. Turn over there, please. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. I use this in soul winning all the time with people. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby what? You must be saved. Tonight, I do not want to make the assumption that you've called on the name of Jesus. When we talk about calling on the name of Jesus, I said it's not like a magic wand. We're calling on the person behind that name, the work that he's done for us. And in the name of Jesus, we have authority to become literally a child, a son of God. What a wonderful thing. Turn to Romans 10, 13. I don't think we need, for whosoever shall call upon shall be. Say it again. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's not a magic name. It's the name that represents what Jesus did for us. The name of the Lord. Hebrews chapter 11. We don't need to turn there. Verse 6. For without faith it is impossible to please God. For we must believe oh I've lost it. That he is that's right. Let's turn there. I don't want to mess up the word of God. Hebrews 11 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God, and here's the connection, must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. How do we connect to God through that name? By faith. By faith in who Jesus is, was, what he does, and what he can do for you. We go by faith. And so then we go to John chapter 16, please. John chapter 16, and here Jesus is talking to us, verse 23. And in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily I say unto you, whosoever, whatsoever, ye shall ask the Father in my name, 
he will give it you. That's like going, I was a boy, I was a Butts. I still am a Butts. I had the Butts family, had a lot of clout where I lived. And I could walk into the feed mill, I could walk into the grocery store, I could walk down the local corner mark, and I said, this is for the Butts. Here it is. That named open doors. Not down here. <laughs> it did up there. Do you know what? The name of Jesus opens up doors. And that's the name. But when we pray, we get our prayers answered. Turn to chapter 14 of John. Same thing. 14, 14. Circle this verse big, 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 big in your Bible. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. I say this, and please, I don't try to go overboard, but you know, a long time ago, I quit praying at the end of my prayers in that name, in, in his name. I say, in Jesus' name. It's a special name. I call the name of Jesus. I challenge you, when you get to the end of your prayer, make a pause, turn the brain back on, and just say, in the very precious name of Jesus, I ask this. Amen. Don't blow past the end. That's the authorization. That's the door. It's the name of Jesus. Whoever asks in my name, and I, 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 a long time ago, stepped back and I realized I have no authority in heaven without that name. It's that name that opens up the doors in heaven. Acts chapter 19. Let's see somebody that thought they could wave around the name of Jesus like a magic wand. Acts chapter 19. And they had no power in the name of Jesus. Acts chapter 19. Look at verse 13. Jesus, Paul was doing all these miracles and there was a certain sorcerer, verse 13, that thought he could do all these things. And he said, boy, I'd like to do, I'd like to have that same power. And so in verse 13, then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists took upon them to call over them, which had evil spirits in the name of the Lord Jesus saying, we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preacheth. And there were seven sons of one Scivia, a Jew, and the chief of the priest who did so. And the evil spirit answered them and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? You see, there was no power in that name because they had no relationship to that name. See, the power in the name is our faith and relationship to the name of Christ. That's where the power comes. It's not like you say these magic words and you, the buildings begin to move and all that kind of stuff. It's our relationship with the Savior, personally with him. And that's why we go over to 1 John chapter 5. Turn there with me, please. I teach this to every brand new Christian. You've heard me say it before, but I want you to be reminded. 1 John chapter 5, look at verse 13. When somebody gets saved in verse 11, they are the Son of God. Verse 12, he that hath the Son hath the Son has God. Verse 13, these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you might know that you have eternal life, and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. Verse 14, and this is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, what? He hears us. What a wonderful thing to teach young Christians. So we do everything in that name. Colossians chapter 3, please. Colossians chapter 3. Look at verse 17. Colossians 3, 17. 
Read it with me in just a moment. Colossians 3.17, it starts out, and whosoever, whatsoever, I'm sorry, Colossians 3.17, here we go. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Here, we're not asking in his name, we're living in his name. We need to live up to the name. What are they called in the New Testament? They, they started calling them that at Antioch. There was a name, Christian. Hey, somebody knows you're a Christian. They expect something with that name. That name speaks. That speak, has power. That name, even though people don't believe in it, the unsaved expects something to be connected with somebody who says they believe in that name. Let me ask you a question. Are you living like a Christian should? Are you living up to the name Jesus? Christ one. Are you acting like a Christian at school, at work? Hey, teenagers, are you acting like a Christian with your parents? Parents, are you acting like a Christian with your family? So we talk about doing all in the name of Jesus. Everything we do to honor his name, we do it in his name. And let's look then, please, at Psalm 115. Psalm 115, very fitting psalm. Very first verse, Psalm 115. Verse 1. Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us. Let's just stop there. In other words, it's not about me. Not unto us, not unto me, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name give glory. For thy mercy and for thy truth's sakes, wherefore should the heathen say, where is now their God? You know, people are looking to us, and you know, my wife and I were talking about this recently about a matter, you know what, I don't need the glory God does. Not unto us. And I, I thought, what a beautiful way for us to end this whole day of thinking about the 40 years, not unto us. Not unto Pastor Butts, not unto all the people we showed in the pictures, not unto all the ones that we could say, you've given, you've done, you've worked, you've sweat. Not unto us, but unto thee, O God, be all the glory. That's the name above all names. That's the name by whom we're going to overcome. That's the name by which we have prayer. That's the name of comfort. That's the God of peace. And it's a wonderful thing. And I'll give you one more Psalm 33. Psalm 33. Look at verse 18. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him and upon them that hope in his mercy. I know it doesn't say the name of the Lord, but it talks about a different thing about God. His eye is over us. And you know what? God is watching, isn't he? God is watching Westside Baptist Church and his eye is over us. And he's looking. We, we claim his name unapologetically. Could you say amen? amen. We're Christians. We're Christ-like. We, we love Jesus, uh, Lord uh, Jehovah in the Old Testament. We, uh, we serve the God, Heavenly Father, and Jesus is our Savior, and the Holy Spirit dwells within us, and, and God's watching. One day he's going to come back. And in Jesus' name, we'll stand before the Father and be accepted and be adopted, and we'll be brought home. 
And you know the greatest thing that you can get from God is not all those crowns. We all know what the greatest thing is. What is it? Well done, the good and faithful servant. That means more than anything else. It's when God says, I've been watching. In my name, what glory you brought to my kingdom. The name of Jesus. That just struck me, and I said, you know what? What a wonderful way for us to go into our 41st year. Amen. In the name of Jesus. It's a name above all other names. I challenge you to go home, take this study a lot further. If you wrote down some notes, take those names and chew them up. and Get on the internet and look up some of those names. Get into your, and just, just really dwell. Because those things don't, they just speak of the different character strengths of our God. And learn to trust that name. And revel in that name. Enjoy that name call upon that name. Heavenly Father, may you be honored and glorified by all that we've said and done today. And Lord, in thy name, Lord, we would go forth from this place and we go into the next generation of our church to serve you. Lord, may you help us to be true to your name. May we avail ourselves of the power that's in that name. And may you be glorified. In Jesus' name.